the buy-in doesn't take a whole lot. You know, if they're in pain, they're here, they see that it's a, you know, they're going to be with, you know, with the doc and then that's going to transition and, and before you know it, they're training again. So it just flows. When we explain our solution and the way we want to do this, they, the first thing we get was, is like, yeah, that, that actually does make a lot of sense that I should be, get, get stronger and more durable and go from the table to the, the gym and it, I think it just takes time to make sure that you're explaining your, the process of, of what you believe in and, and we get a lot of head nods, we're like, yeah, that's, that sounds really good. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it popping. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get Maestro Five. Three, two, one. Hey guys, Maestro here, and welcome back to another episode of Maestro on the Mic. Doing this one live, you're not going to hear it live, but recording this one live and in person with two of the three handsome gentlemen that I had on for episode 36 of Maestro on the Mic. So I did that episode in like August of 2018. It's currently February of 2020, and they have elevated if you will. So with me, I have B. Chandler, also known as Brian Chandler, and Fernando Garcia, also known as Fern. They are two of the masterminds uh, behind Elevate SPH. It used to be SPC, Elevate SPH, because they have elevated. So I'm going to pass the mic over, let them talk. If you want to hear the background of all of this, please check out episode 36. It will be linked in the show notes. So without further ado, welcome to the show, B. Chandler. And Fern, how are you guys doing? Good, thank you. <laughs> so we're going to just jump on right into it, because um, actually I'm flying out right after this. We're, we're in Vegas right now, but Brian, can you just give the people, because I know some of them haven't heard the first episode, just a little bit of an overview as to what is Elevate SPH? So Elevate SPH is a, I think we call ourselves more of a movement company, but we're also a healthcare company. Um, so we believe that you know, it takes a lot of people and a team to truly help somebody the way that we feel like they need to be helped. So from the medical side, from the training side, the rehab side, um, we basically took all of these different pieces and, and roles and built a system to provide that type of care to everybody. Uh, it's very, very similar to a professional sports organization where, you know, a player gets hurt and they have this team of people rush in okay, what do we need to do from nutrition to you name it? And we felt like that model needed to be exposed to the general public. And that's just what good healthcare is. So we have this team of people that has all these different specialties and skills and we put them all together to say, okay, like how do we make this all work as a team to get people to where they need to go? Is unreal. You guys, I believe I titled their first episode. Actually, I'm going to pull it up right now because – they are absolutely leading the charge here. The first episode, episode 36, was called The Healthcare Model of the Future. And it's funny that you guys changed your name to healthcare, because yeah. right? back then it was SPC. Uh, so th- within this model, they have 
I'm now a physical therapist also, but they have a chiropractor, they have massage therapists, they have personal trainers, strength and conditioning coaches, you have ATCs now, yes. all working under the same roof with a membership model where we've gotten away from this, like, come for a single visit, never see you again, like, your doctor sent you here, you don't even know what's going on. Now, we've created, you've created a place that you actually want, they actually want to be at. It's, it is the model of the future. I want to flip the mic over real quick to Fern. I know you gave us your story the first episode, but I think it's so inspiring if you would share it again on this episode. It's just yes. so good. It's so good. Um, I'm a little embarrassed sometimes to talk about it, but uh, basically, uh, you know, I spent a lot of years working for a big corporation and um, I, I, I trained, I became a coach on the side and uh, eventually my interest turned to movement, uh, more of the, the why uh, somebody couldn't do something. Uh, sparked my interest. I started going down that path, but I couldn't find just the right fit for me. So uh, luckily enough, I, I went to a seminar to learn about some hip stuff. And lo and behold, I met, I met Chandler here. He was uh, actually part of the, the teaching crew there. And afterwards, we kind of talked about it. And I told him what I was interested in, what I needed to do, uh, how can I do this. And uh, he took the time. We met later and um, kind of gave me my education plan. And I said, okay. And I started lining up all the dominoes. Hey. And uh, <laughs> slowly but surely, they started to fall the way they needed to. And um, the time came. I walked back into to see Chandler and said, okay, now what? And um, basically, everything's been uh, pretty good since then. I mean, just continually to, to educate, uh, to learn from these guys, and um, you know, more exposure, meeting people like you. Who, who are out there, you know, doing what you do to teach us. And, um, yeah, so that's where I'm at now. So what is your role here now? So my role here now is uh, I am a massage therapist. I'm also a uh, strength and conditioning coach, performance coach. So I kind of, uh, I, I, I kind of walk that line in between the medical side and the, and the fitness side. So uh, I get patients from the the docs, you know, to move them into more soft tissue work. I get um, stuff from the training side, from the trainers that, you know, kind of the same thing. And then uh, there's there's some out there that I, I kind of take them through the whole piece, whether they started with me from the beginning and then we just kind of go out to the training side and handle that stuff. Can you elaborate that on a little bit? Because you kind of slipped that in there. What do you mean they start with you from the beginning? What's well, somebody might come in for just because they want a massage, mm -hmm. right? And I am a massage therapist. I don't do a lot of therapeutic spa type work, mm -hmm. but if if that's what we feel they need, then that's the route we're going to go down. Uh, but once they walk in the door and they see everything else that's going on, that's when uh, you know we you know I kind of start taking them through the other piece. Now l let me let me back up a little bit. Now, if that person is kind of out of my wheelhouse, let's say maybe they're a ball player, or a baseball player that came in because he just has a little cranky shoulder. Yeah, I'm going to take him through there, but I'm going to get with, you know, Dr. Dale, who's a baseball guru and kind of talk through that, you know, and then get him out on the floor and, you know, start training him that way. Um, or if it might be an ultra runner, you know, I'm going to get with, you know, Francis or, or Max, who that's their wheelhouse, you know, and kind of see where we need to go with with that. You know, so it just it's all depends. It's one big team. Uh, no ego. You know, it's not about 
you know, keeping somebody all to yourselves and wrapping your arms around them. It's, it's about what's best for that person, you know, whether it be a, you know, general population or that elite athlete, what's going to be best for them. We have somebody in house that can, that can handle it. You know, we we like to say our clients, not my clients. And if that doesn't resonate with you Mm -hmm. from the get go, then, um, it's really easy to tell when somebody's a team player and, and, you know, that's, that's kind of what we need to succeed. And we've kind of realized that that is the most important part for us to win. For sure. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Just this concept of team player. We were talking yesterday about the hiring process and bringing people on the soft skills and such and, you know, things like that. What are you looking for when you get to hire someone and how have you created this environment? Um, it's the, so the hiring process has been kind of an up and down kind of learning process for us. So we, we don't hire for skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, and the certifications and the degrees and everything is great, but if you don't have those those kind of those deep kind of motives that, that you understand, okay, like there's things that I'm not good at, but I have friends that are really there good at go. that. And if you at least have gotten to that place in your career, where you've recognized that you're like, okay, I don't do breathing stuff. Mm-hmm, I, exactly. I have, but I have a, I have I somebody have that does that. And I told you, like, I want to be the person that says I have a guy for that yeah. or I have a person for that, yeah. where. I don't need to be the smartest person at everything that's or the it. best. I just need to make sure I have that seat on my bus. That's it. And we, that's kind of how we got started where all of us have a different specialty, a different niche, a different passion. And if we, if, if everybody was just like me, we would not be where <laughs> we're at right now. And I know that for a fact, I work with golfers. I love golf. That's my passion. Um, but we have baseball, we have hockey now, uh, you met Joe, he's a, he's a phenomenal hockey expert and he brings things to the table that I look at these people and I'm like, think they're crazy that they're doing (laughs) what they're doing. And he's like, this is completely normal to me. So, um, having those different disciplines and when we hire somebody, we really evaluate one, like, okay, what drives you and, and how do you, what, what do you, I always ask them, what do you think's wrong with the current healthcare model? That's a great question. And if they don't have anything great to say, I'm like, well, Okay, let me, I'll take you, tell you what we're doing and see how it resonates with you. But um, the people that we've been able to bring on definitely had a clear vision of like, okay, well, I'm a PT, like Dr. Dale's great mm-hmm. story. He was in a high volume clinic seeing 70 patients a day Jeez. with, I don't know how many assistants and helpers. Oh he spent maybe 10 minutes or less with each person. Yep. And he came in just like, I don't like what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm helping people. This is getting to the point where I'm just getting burned out. And you know, that, that he was ready for a change and to be able to tie in the team component is, is everything. I have to ask because people, are, they want to know if you guys didn't, didn't listen to the first episode, please go check it out. But the model of reimbursement, what is that like here? Okay. We are a 100% cash based model. And usually people is. look at me like I'm crazy <laughs> after we say that, but and no, it, we've, we've been like that since day one. And can you talk a little bit about the membership component of things? This is a different model than people are doing, but it works. It, it does. And, and it's not that we don't have the, hey, I want to get a massage. Do you have an hourly rate? Yes. Mm-hmm. And we do offer the a la carte, like yeah, sure. pay per hour, pay per service, because that's never going to go away. Some There's people that don't want the commitment and that end of it. But for us to be able to kind of create this culture and environment that, that the public can see that we're different, it's our it's more of our membership model, which is where we have membership options that tie in the fitness, therapeutic recovery, massage, and the medical, where under their membership umbrella, they have access to all of us um, up to their choosing. And we kind of help them build these these programs so they, they get what they want out of it. It's absolutely. 
I don't say unheard of, but it is. I, I know we, you know we were talking about this beforehand, where when you're kind of in this bubble and you're just doing your thing, this is your everyday. You're like, yeah, this is what it's like. And then people, you bring courses and things like that, and you have people from outside of that bubble, and they're like, dude, this is real, and it's it is. This is why I keep you know bringing you guys back on this to expose people to the fact that this is possible. This is something that you can do. Yeah, maybe your facility is going to be smaller. Because it's going to look a little different because of where you're located at geographically, but it is possible. Fern, I'd love for you to talk a little bit about the meetings. I think you talked about this last time too. What these meetings look like because you have, what, two a week now? Yeah, we're up to two meetings a week. Uh, uh, Tuesdays we have our coaches meetings. So whether we have two locations now, so... You know, we'll, we'll, we'll put them on the screens if, you know, depending on where you're at that day. But uh, basically there's a subject um, and as a coach, you know, we go over, you know, movement stuff, you know, lifts, you know, different things like that. Things that we're seeing maybe uh, or we'll go over, you know, the next uh, programming phase that's about to start, you know, for our membership. Uh, along with that, though, is that we want the therapeutic side or the clinic side to be there also yes. so everybody is involved it's not just the strength coaches that are there or the you know the going through the meeting it's it's it's, it's everybody uh, a couple days later on thursdays we turn around we have our therapy meetings and that one you know we start talking about we'll we'll, we'll pick a subject um you know whether it be you know uh shoulders or hips or whatever it might be and that's led by the clinic side but all the coaches are also there for that one. So they're picking up on what's going on. Uh, you know, and it just helps because whether it's somebody who's on the training floor, something's going on, they can speak to, you know, the clinic side to let them know what they're seeing. And the same thing from the clinic side, they can turn around and, and, and talk to the coaches and say, hey, this is what I need done, you know, for, you know, whoever the, the, the patient might be. And, uh, and moving forward, we're all, you know, we try and, and stay on, on the same page. So those two meetings are, I, I can't imagine not having those meetings every week. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Bird, I want to stick with you for a second in terms of, uh, I have a lot of listeners that are massage therapists. You guys both could answer this, honestly. So I'll probably pass it to you after this, Brian. I got a lot of listeners that are one or the other. They are something conditioning coaches or trainers uh, or they are massage therapists and they want to marry the two and they're just like, I don't know if they're scared. I don't know. I don't really know what's going on. Uh, and we're seeing they're kind of towing the line and they're like, I see I could help this patient if I could do this. I could help this client if. Do you have any words of advice for these people? Yeah, if you want to help them, go out, get the education and help them. It's plain and simple. I mean, uh, I like I said, I was I feel blessed and I'm very lucky that um, I, you know, got together with Chandler and, and the other guys and, and they, they, you know, they helped me, you know, set that plan and, and everything in motion. Also very grateful to my wife. She was able to, you know, support me in that uh, dream that I had. Um, but if you want to help somebody, find a way, you know, um, I, I, I'm to the point now where I can't imagine not being able to be on the training floor or in the yeah, therapy totally. room, you know, because it, it just, if I see something, I know I can address it at, right there on the spot. You know, totally. as opposed to, you know, depending on where you might be working that now yeah, you got to exactly. go find somebody or, you know, anything else. There so, you go. Yeah. Brian, yes. I want you to answer the question, too, but can you fill in maybe some of the gaps from Fern's story about how he got Yeah, I was, <clears throat> I was going to because okay, I'm like, you. you made it sound so, like, I got to chill. Like, oh, yeah, I just, I just did it. <laughs> it's and it's like, can you fill well, the gaps <laughs> yeah, we, we met at a course that we were hosting at the other facility, and he came in and he just – 
he was very direct and was like, Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting to a point in life where I, I want to do this. What would you recommend? So we, he came in and we sat down and I said, well, from my experience, if you want to make a massive impact, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to go to massage school, get the, get a license to touch people. Mm-hmm. Okay. You need to get these training certifications, this continuing ed. When you get these things, come back and talk to me. He also makes it sound like we like chatted every week about it. And it was like, very like, you're doing a good job. You're doing no, like after that, I didn't speak to him ever for another, like about a year, about a year, almost a year went by after massage school and the whole deal guy comes right back in and he's like, Hey, and I was like, Oh, Hey Fern. And he's like, I'm done. It's all done. So like I good. went to massage school. I graduated. I got this. I got this. And I said, you're hired <laughs> immediately. Like you're in. And cause that right there, that, I think you. that's the first step that people are missing. It's like, there wasn't this magical, like hand holding, like, okay, you're yeah. going to do that. He, oh, he just right. said, I, I wanted to do this. And I, I gave him a little bit of structure, which there's a lot of mentors out there. There's a lot of great people you can get help from, but you need to listen to them and yes. you need to actually do it. do it. And again, with those, it, what it showed to me was, okay, he, he takes it seriously, yeah. he cares, and this is what he wants to do. And we wouldn't be Elevate without Fern. So it, it, again, so it, goes, it goes both ways, but having so those big. people. That's so big. And to expand on um, the, as far as what to learn and stuff like that, I mean, if you if you're not passionate about getting the education, team up with somebody that is, at least yeah, in that, really into yeah. that field. Mm-hmm. There are certain courses, there are certain continuing education courses, I'm just not motivated enough to go out and want to learn it, even though I know it's so important. Mm-hmm. But my partner is, yeah. and that's right up his alley. Um, so I think if, you, if you're not willing, if you're a, kind of a one-stop shop and you are the only person that these people have access to, then... I think you need to go and learn as much it. as you can yeah. or team up with somebody that's kind of fills that gap that you mm-hmm. don't really, you know, I don't really want to do that as much, um, whether it's fitness to medical, medical or medical to fitness and, and get the help. Brian, can you tell the people your background? Uh, sure. So I'm a, mas- I'm a massage therapist by trade and um, also a strength and conditioning coach. And uh, I graduated with a bachelor's degree in human performance which was kind of a blended like it was a pre-pt kind of thing it was like half athletic training had cadaver labs but it was kind of also kinesiology (laughs) and basically it was to prep you for pt school which i applied uh that's what i was going to do i got in didn't want to go so um and again that's a whole another rabbit hole which i know you've you've talked about before if whether it's if you should go to pt school or not but um reach out to brian yeah (laughs) stop asking me yeah so (laughs) Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I, I basically by trade, I'm just a massage therapist and a strength and conditioning coach, but I, to all my LMT friends out there, um, you have, I just, I don't think people understand how powerful or how much impact you can actually make with somebody with the ability to put your hands on somebody and with the right knowledge of movement. And there's enough information out there nowadays to where you don't have to have a doctorate in front of your name to make an, a massive impact on people's lives. And I preach that all day long because we do it every single day between Fern and myself. Now we have the backing of the medical side sure. here, which is obviously important. Yeah. We're not, we're not rehabbing post-op like mm-hmm. crazy, crazy stuff. We have people that can do that, but the, the movement based issues of the musculoskeletal system that we see day in and day out. Uh, if you, if you know what you're doing, you can, you can really help people. This is I strategically brought them on. Last time we actually had Dr. Kyle Booth with us. 
He's still here right now. He's about the same volume as last time, just not speaking right now. <laughs> he's in the room with us. You guys can't hear him. Uh, he's a very, very quiet man. But it's such a blended model, such a mixed model that is phenomenal. I want you guys to hear it and see it and understand that it's possible from so many different directions. Like, Yes, I think a lot of the listenership are PTs, which is amazing. So if you want to do this as a PT, you can do that. Right? We, I think we've been told a million times over, you can do it. If you want to do it as a strength and conditioning coach, you can do it. You want to do it as a massage therapist, you can do it. And partner up. I love that they keep talking about this. Partner up. Let someone else fill in those gaps. But I know I have a lot of listeners that are like kind of in smaller areas and things like that. Maybe in the beginning, you do have to do more of it and take some of those courses that you don't love taking because your overall, overall goal is to help people. And I love how definitive Fern was with that. Like if you want to take, you want to help people, Go take the courses. Go take the stuff. Get what you need and help people. Fern, I want to throw it back over to you. I'm being aware of the time here. I'm going to throw it back over to you. Can you just talk about the change in scenery that we have going on right now and where we physically are right now as opposed to where we were last time we recorded this? So we're at our new location now. Um, the other one is still there. It's still operational. We've just expanded a little bit. Um, a little, little small. A little bit. It's a bit so, small. Um, <laughs> This facility, we've got uh, larger therapy rooms, larger uh, clinic rooms, and then a pretty good-sized recovery room. Um, the recovery room's there for athletes to come in after their workouts, or before, actually. And, uh, you know, we've got the Normatec boots. We've got the game-ready stuff in there. We've got TVs, you know, everything. So you can go in there and chill and just get your recovery on, you know. Um, and then we've... What are you, five times the size, roughly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On, this space on, is unreal. On the fitness side, we've got uh, two full uh, sprint lanes. We can, you know, get your 40-yard times if we need to. Um, we've got everything from the, you know, regular rig, power squats, deadlifting stations. Um, we've got uh, the netting going up here pretty quickly. If we need to hit golf balls or throw or kick into them. You know, so it's just we, we pretty much have everything that uh, you could possibly need it's in the facility. Absolutely incredible. You guys can't see this, obviously, but I'm not going to flip over to Brian to talk about this. You've increased the size of the treatment rooms and you are really strategic in how you set this up with like, I don't want to say barriers. Barriers sounds kind of weird, but just separation between the treatment space and the clinic, the uh, like the, the gym space and things like that. Can you just talk about you know, the thinking behind that? Yeah, I mean, and this is this this project was was more of what we've learned from being in yeah. the other one for two years, and we kind of it was really easy for anybody that works in a space to write down all the things you don't like about your mm -hmm. current situation, which I think you, people should do more often. Yes, not just about work, but just <laughs> a lot of things. But what we found was that we we kind of had a culture issue with our clinic is so close to the gym, and if you work if you're a clinician and you work inside of a gym, you kind of can feel that if you need to get low threshold and intimate with somebody especially in a pain scenario mm -hmm. when there's techno music going on it's Stop. really hard to connect and build that rapport and get them started on a low th or a non-threatening standpoint sure. um so with this one we have the way we designed it is we have what three sometimes depending on where you are three to four walls in between the clinic and the gym space so now all of our therapy and treatment rooms are quiet and you can get as low threshold as you need to, but we also have easy access points to the gym to make sure that we still yes. have that blended culture 
Um, so, so even the, our patients can feel that this is more than just going to a clinic. They feel like they're walking to a place where they, they use the entire space, which is, that's everything. It's absolutely phenomenal. And can you talk about the big glass wall? What was thinking with that? Oh, so in our recovery room, we have a, one of the walls that face the wall that faces the, the gym is glass. So when you're in the recovery room, you can see out into the gym, you can see people working out and then vice versa. If you're in the gym, you can see in. And it's basically a, a co- collegiate athletic training yeah. room where there's tables and it's kind of that open access place to like get a quick treatment, but you don't need a whole room to do something in. Um, but that, that glass wall really is kind of the symbolic wall that kind of does connect the fitness recovery medical models. So good. Um, and it's very, when you've been at, now you've seen huh. it, it's very inviting. Like it is. when you see it, it's not like, okay, clinics over there, gyms over there. And I've seen that a lot where, where they have a clinic, they have a clinician yeah. inside of a gym and then all of a sudden they're integrated yeah. and that's kind of, we're trying to get away from that and really make this a team oriented thing. And, it, and ultimately it, you have to feel it as a client and a patient before I think you, you have it. hundred percent. hundred. Speaking of client, this is actually a really great segue. Speaking of client patient, Fern, flipping it back over to you. Last few questions here. What's the, what are your clients saying to you? Like, do you have to pitch them this idea of like this integrated model? I know that this is not a new facility. You have people coming over from the other one. They're kind of like, they understand the model. But in general, if you had the average Joe coming into this, this would be very new for them. Is there specific things you're saying to them? What's people's, what's, what has been people's, uh, you know, perception or feeling towards this that you've created? Uh, I mean, they walk in and, uh, of course, they're just, it's, it's very eye-opening, you know, because you, you see the, the, the size of the space and what we've done with it. Um, and it's funny, um, you know, we, we, Jan and I talk about it all the time. It's like, this is our norm. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. so we, we explain it and not, not downplay it, obviously. You know, we, we talk about what we have, but sometimes there's, we, we kind of forget that what we have is very special. So it's like, you know, when you, when you don't see that, it's like, what, sure. what, what do you mean? Yeah. You know? So that's kind of like when people first walk in, they're like, what do you mean? You do this, you know? So it's, it's it, the buy-in doesn't take a whole lot, okay. you know? Um, if they're in pain, they're here, they see that it's a, you know, they're going to be with, you know, with the doc and then that's going to transition and, and before you know it, they're training again. So it's, it's, it's very, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry. Uh, it just flows. Mm-hmm. I should say that's a good word to yeah. use. You know, it, yeah. it, it flows through the, through the facility. It's yeah. phenomenal. I, I would say it makes sense. Yeah. I, I think that's, we get a lot of that too, is once we give somebody a tour, we do our whole process of speaking with them and hearing their story. When we explain our solution and the way we want to do this, they, the first thing we get was is like, yeah, that that actually does mm-hmm. make a lot of sense that I should be get, get stronger and more durable and go from the table to the the yeah. gym and it. I think it just takes time to make sure that you're explaining your the process of of what you believe in and and we get a lot of head nods. We're like, yeah, that's oh, yeah. that sounds really good. I want to tease out just a little bit. The last question for you. Tease out a little bit because you've brought this over from like what we see in like more you know traditional marketing business stuff. You guys do discovery chats, sessions, calls. You do strategy sessions. What is that? So what are those? W- yeah, something that we r- we wanted to to give at least to, to be available is is 
um, give accessibility to us, to the general. It's really hard for people that are in pain to get scheduled with a doctor. And one of the most, the biggest complaints is I don't spend enough time with my providers and nobody's listening to me. Yeah. So what we, what we wanted to do is it's kind of our way as, as again, marketing, but ways to, to just connect with it people is, is strategy sessions are free 30 minute appointments with any one of our training staff. So if you want to lose weight or you want to gain weight or anything on the performance side, you can sit down with a coach for 30 minutes and doesn't cost you anything and just talk to us. We'll so give you good. our recommendation, whether even, maybe it's a niche that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a ton of bodybuilders around here. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. so if somebody comes in with this high level bodybuilding kind of goal, we would probably refer them to somebody because it's just not what we do. We're, we're in the functional <laughs> movement space. So, but on the medical side, we have discovery sessions, which are same thing, 30 minutes. You can sit down with one of our medical providers and just vent and tell them about your pain, tell them your story, how it happened. Can so you help good. me? And I think that that ultimately is what a lot of people are looking for before getting into why well, I charge this for mm-hmm. per, per session. And I need you to buy a block of 10 weeks at three times a week. And yeah. you kind of get into that rabbit hole. I, that that's the tidal wave of like intimidation that people I think are kind of scared from, especially in a cash based model. Yes. You have to give a little to be go. able to be like, okay, well we we're a cash based model. But by the time we get to the, the cost part, uh, I think we've done our, our, our work on the back end to show value where people are like, yes. okay, I'm in, let's do this. And I think our, our, I mean, our, we keep track of our, our closing rates and mm-hmm. we're, we're in above 90%. So um, if somebody comes in, gets a tour, here's our process and they really need us to help them we're we're above 90%. Um, this is a no brainer. I'm looking at the time I get to the airport, but before I leave Fern, handsome Fern, any parting words, any words of wisdom, anything you want to share with the people? No, I always go back to the same thing of, of, um, you know, find your passion and figure out a way how to I- I explore it and, and, and dive into it, you know. Um, surround yourself with those people that can help you. So good. You know, take their advice and do what you can with it. You know, whether it takes you, you know, two weeks to start doing it or, you know, a, a year, you know, but every day chip away at it to get there to be able to, you know, take that next step, you know, to, to reach what you, what you truly want to do, you know, whether it be, you know, fitness or, you know, uh, clinic side or, you know, whatever, you know, just, uh, always, always take that step forward, you know, go for it, you know, just go for it. Live life like Fern, please do it. Go after the things. Flipping it over to you, Chandler. (laughs) (laughs) Um, my parting words is, I mean, I guess the older I get and the longer I've been doing in this industry is uh, please don't be limited by what your credentials say. I I think that I see that and it bothers me more than anything. Um, And don't identify with what your profession currently is because there's better out there. If you're an LMT, that does not mean you need to go work at Massage Envy. Mm Mm-hmm or any other big, you know, therapeutic chain that's just, you know, and if that's what you want to do, that's fine. But for a lot of people that are in that kind of functional movement, they, they know there's more out there to help people. Same thing with athletic training. It doesn't mean you have to go to a university and, and 
and work 85 hours a week. It doesn't mean you have to do that. Kairos don't have to go work at a place where they crack and pop all day long. PTs don't have to go work in, in the mills of 75 patients a day. And unfortunately, our, our, our own industries have kind of put us there. Um, but if you just think a little bit bigger about what kind of impact you want to, you want to do, your credential is enough to make those, make all of that happen. Huge. Huge. Brian, if people want to check out you or follow the clinic or anything like that, how can they do that? So our company is Elevate Sports Performance and Healthcare, not, yeah, we've mm-hmm. changed, we've got the H, the healthcare, H. yep. Um, that, our handle on Instagram is Elevate SPH, stands for Sports Performance Healthcare. Um, and then me and myself, uh, B Chandler, which is, so B-C-H-A-N-D-L-A-A, two A's. Um, and yep, always willing to have a conversation about business and all this stuff. Wow, the people are going to be hitting you up. This is like so good. And Mr. Fern. I am at. Oh, Fern. I am at Fern underscore Garcia 29. Um, yeah. <laughs> Easy. Fern underscore Garcia 29. Both of them, or I should say all three of those will be in the show notes. You guys know where to find them. Fern, Brian, Chandler. Chandler, Fern. <laughs> Thank you, guys. This has been awesome. Thank you for hosting my course. That's actually why I'm out here, guys. I'm in. So they're located in Vegas. I don't think we said that. Located in Vegas this is the second location that they have. Uh, if you're around Vegas, if you're in town for a show, anything like that, hit them up. Slide into the DMs please, and please. connect with them. Come, go check out what they're doing. This is absolutely. I don't even want to say it's the model of the of the future. It's the model of right now. They're doing it. It's succeeding. It's thriving. You guys can do it too. Ask them, talk to them, and let's raise the tide together. Right? We can all do it. So you guys, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for hosting me. And thank you for another awesome podcast. Yeah, this thank phenomenal. you. Well, thank you for coming on and, uh, and, so good. and spending time with us. My yeah. pleasure. And please, if you haven't taken Moving with the Maestro, oh please, and again, all industries, LMTs, ATCs, medical, it, it connects the dots, and it's a great jumpstart into like any all the stuff that we're trying to do and it really does kind of uniform everybody as movement people which is to me that's step one thank you my dude this is my guy (laughs) you guys listening thank you i know you could have been doing anything and you chose to listen to us and for that i am endlessly 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 grateful if you liked it subscribe if you love it subscribe if you really loved it share this that's honestly the biggest thing i want you guys to do share this the healthcare model of the present, as it stands, needs to change. It can be done better, and there are people out there doing it. Roger Bannister effect is very real. You see someone do it, and suddenly you're like, hey, maybe I can do that too. So if this is you, if you need to listen to it, maybe listen to it again. If you know someone else that could benefit from listening to this, pass it on. All right, officially wrapping it up this time. Until next time, friends, Fern, Chandler, and Maestro. Bye.